I'm Monica Sancio, energizing you to be fit, healthy, happy, and free. Master Your High Vibe is all about elevating your mood. And so is this episode in particular because we're going to talk about what actually works. Have you ever heard of serotonin? Did you know that it's related to, guess what, the sun? And then, guess what? Did you know that 90% of it or 95% of it is actually made in the gut? Oh my goodness. So how can I integrate the sun, vitamin D, just feeling great with what we eat? Guess what? It has to do with fiber as well. Fiber power as my program. <laughs> and if you want more information and if you want to get a consultation, please DM me or check out the show notes so that you and I can work together and we can go deeper into the subject. And I'm going to be presenting not only my own view that's always holistic and making it as simple as possible for us because I'm a scientist at heart, you know, that's how I started. That's My parents are both scientists, geologists, and a civil engineer than my dad. And... I have been in a scientific family, community, etc. And what I mean is that, you know, I love to integrate now into what I do, but I can't stop being a scientist. That means I'm always doing research. And I've spent hours and hours reading all these papers. And I want to make it really simple for you. And I don't know it by heart. Like I always say, I'm like Einstein said. It's like if I want to look up a term or some data, or to verify if it's 90 or 95% of our serotonin receptors in the gut, you know, I'll just go online and look it up. And I used to go to hemerotecas. They're like specialized libraries where you can find really, really old papers. And maybe not everything is on the internet, okay? You also have to use your intuition. And I, I have talked a lot about the pineal gland and how I want to keep it as active as possible so that I have my open third eye because we need our intuition. And guess what? When I say listen to your gut, that means use your intuition. And so it's all related. It's all connected. I want to connect with you and I want to connect with our body. It's like, how do we feel? We want to feel good, okay? From the inside out. Like I say on my podcast cover, have your best abs. Get your best abs from the inside out. And in the 18 Secret Keys to Your Best Abs, that mini course that I give you for free, you will notice that I talk a lot about sleep and microbiome because it's so interesting. So it's like, okay, let's combine everything. Biology, bi holistic nutrition. In fact, I studied that right after biology. And so I am a scientist. Uh, you could say that I'm a biologist in holistic nutrition or a biologist in, and a nutritionist. A nutritionist, you know, but beyond my credentials and also right now I'm working as a life coach, I just want to integrate everything to help you more. Because something so simple as changing what you're eating today can make a difference not in years, not in months, guess what, in days. Even what we eat today can really have an impact on tomorrow's results, on tomorrow's mood. 
And so, yes, there's so many papers that focus on anxiety, depression, and all the dark parts I consider of psychology and everything that's going on in the world that's not very, I would say, so happy. I mean, so many things are going on and there's so much that we could be sad about and frustrated and I've expressed my views many times. As you know, I believe in life. I'm an advocate for animals, for babies, for so many things. And I'm learning also to concentrate on where I can have an agency, where I can make a difference. And I decided, okay, I'm going to focus more on my own work as much as possible. <laughs> but there's always that part of me that will just come out somehow. And I will also tell you, hey, besides eating super well, let's also help others to have their meals. So it's like, we're going to share what we have in abundance and abundance in everything. I want you to have abundance in great mood, in great health. So we don't have to have those diseases that our parents and grandparents had. Okay. Because I can also get emotional and tell you that for me, it's really hard when I see, okay, when you have a really good microbiome, you can even, oops, did I touch my microphone? Yeah. You could even basically prevent neurodegenerative diseases like Parkinson's that my dad had. And then I think of all the medications that would, he would take every single day. I never agreed with that, but he took them. And that basically alters your gut microbiome. Hey, I'm not telling any of you to stop your medications, okay? <laughs> Even if I were a doctor, like I said, I have my credentials as a biologist and nutritionist, but I am not a doctor. And even if I were, I'm not going to tell you not to take your medications because it's like a sin if I told you that. But yes, I do believe we can live without medications for life. And one of the ideas that I want to present today is about vitamin D. You know, I've been taking vitamin D for some days because it's been really rainy. So I haven't gotten my dose from the sun. And I could also think, hey, maybe I do not make vitamin D. And we're going to read some of the papers that I consider really very succinct and very right on point when it comes to that. Especially one of the papers that I found that basically says, hey, vitamin D, you don't get, as dermatologists would tell us, after 2 p.m. or before 10 a.m. No, it's the noon sun. So it's like, we got to get that noon sun and no matter where, where you live, I mean, it's like, I'm so fascinated because it's like, you know what? I'm going to give you the tips and the tips are really simple. Get your sun, do your sunbathing. I mean, it can be short. It can be 10, 20 minutes at noon. You don't have to get burned or anything, but that's how you get the vitamin D. Okay. Number two, get your sun gazing in the afternoon or in the morning, just looking at the sun. And that's another episode because that's super interesting to open up your pineal gland. So the sunlight makes people happy. How'd you know? How do we know that? Because of studying so many people in winter times in countries where they don't get enough sun. Also people that are, you know, basically not outdoors at all. And you know what happened the last two years and we've got a bit, uh, let's see, secluded, uh, you know, I don't even want to mention the words and the terms to not get into that. But yes, I was even reading some of the Harvard articles on that and they 
do point out to the fact that when you eat more fiber, more plant foods, you're actually going to feel better and your immune system is going to be much better. So vitamin D on one hand, the good food, <laughs> and I could go on and I'm going to give you a summary of my tips at the end that I can do for you for sure, because I just want to make you think, okay? They told me at the University Simon Bolivar where I graduated with honors that, you know, the university helps us think. And then I found a bunch of biologists who don't even think. And so I'm like a little bit discouraged because I'm not sure that, that the university actually makes us think. I believe we have the possibility of thinking higher, of thinking better, of thinking with an open mind and an open heart also. It's like, you know what? I love all my education, but I am educating myself way more right now because I'm open to all the possibilities that they never gave me before. It's like, okay, where do you get your vitamin D? Oh, the sun, yeah. Okay, what if you're in a country and you know, you're always questioning things like that, like I just did. Or when it comes to food and mood, I mean, why do bananas and avocados and chocolate, why do they make us feel good? Precisely, because of what? <laughs> what components? Is it all just because of the fiber? Well, basically, I could tell you this is one of the most important tips that the fiber in our food constitutes the prebiotic, which is basically the, the substrate. Is that the word? I know it's kind of technical, but meaning that it's the best food supply for our microbes, you know, our bugs. <laughs> most of them are in our gut. We have how many microbiomes? We have skin microbiome, we have, uh, you know, all these bugs in our mouth, oral microbiome, we have nose microbiome, us girls, women, we have vaginal microbiome, and of course, the biggest one is the gut microbiome, where we have trillions and trillions of bacteria, hopefully mostly good, that help us have this good mood, okay? So how do we keep all the bacteria happy? And I was just doing research and research and Googling. I had, is that how most people say it? I would say duck, duck going, <laughs> very similar, but uh, you keep your privacy. It's duck, duck go. That's what I would recommend. And then you see a bunch of protocols for what I just mentioned that ends in, in a one and nine that, you know, if we do take vitamin C, and, and in this case, we're gonna focus on vitamin D. And by the way, I've been doing more research on this a liposoluble vitamin. That means fat soluble, just like, you know, A, D, I mean, A, E, and K. <laughs> Those are the vitamins that, that are soluble in fat, okay, basically. So focusing on vitamin D, it's like, how can I get more to get stronger teeth? Because I'm, not consuming fluoride anymore, although I have to change my salt. I realize my, that my salt has fluoride. I don't know what exact percentage, but I'm changing it all to, to pink salt. That's the one I use most of the time, but I haven't found it lately. Anyway, so I'm definitely not perfect. I am on my journey of improving my oral health with coconut oil, pulling, for instance. I'm you know, looking to increase my vitamin D 
consumption and you know or creation production is how how we like it and i can read you all the technicalities of how it works but definitely it's the ultraviolet b rays that help and you can get that at noon you know that's one of the things that is going to go against all the typical recommendations that we've gotten from doctors from governments and basically from authorities quotes or no quotes i mean you know that's what we've been told and so it's like oh you can't you can't be out in the sun at that time and it's like oh <laughs> no it's not working that way and the reason i mentioned the biologists i mean there's some that look for truth but some are just thinking in such a way that they're not even thinking they're like you know against doing research and i'm like hey the more research the better and you could dive in and go through what we call a rabbit hole of of information and you'll never get out because maybe we don't have all the answers and even when you look at incredible scientists and health experts you see that they don't have the answers either and neither do i nor do i mean to yet i am inviting you to understand that yes we do need more sun we do need more fiber and both of them raise our mood yay so let's get into the subjects so excited at what time should one go out in the sun okay this is one of the scientific articles i have for you and the abstract says that to get an optimal vitamin d supplement from the sun at a minimal risk of getting cutaneous malignant melanoma cmm the best the best the best time listen of sun exposure is noon thus common health recommendations given by authorities in many countries that sun exposure should be avoided for three to five hours around noon and postponed to the afternoon may be wrong and may even promote cmm meaning cancer the reasons for this are that was my my own comment you know me okay this is uh pubmed and cbi this was advanced um experimental medical biology um yeah anyway so to read the abstract completely unless it's getting too technical but i can read it and i think we can all understand this the reasons for this are number one the action spectrum for cmm is likely to be centered at longer wavelengths uva ultraviolet a 320 to 400 nm then that of vitamin d generation which is uvb ultraviolet b 280 to 320 nm okay do you remember what m nm is like the wavelength oh my god i I think I just got some bad grades because <laughs> I don't even remember that. Oh my God, I got kind of lost here with so many tabs open on my DuckDuckGo, like I said. And here it is. At what time should one go out in the sun? This was published. Mm-hmm. Da -da 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 -da. So let's remember what NM meaning wavelength. Wavelength. Da -da 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 -da. You see? we can find out all these technicalities it's um nanometers nanometers okay thank you so much <laughs> you can all laugh at me you can make fun of me but i know who i am and i know what's really important 
is not to know, like I said, everything perfectly because I don't know anyone in life that knows everything perfectly and there's some people that only focus on the technicalities and you know just conforming to the norm and the society and what everybody else is doing and to the trends and guess what they're not doing anything to enhance other people's lives so right here right now in my own podcast I'm going to give myself permission to be maybe doing a little more research with you guys maybe correcting myself, maybe being wrong about certain things, and I'm open to that. Like I said, I love an open mind, and that's what I cultivate in myself. And with an open mind, an open heart, and an open and active pineal gland. I mentioned this so much in almost every episode. Remember when I said I quit coffee? Oops. I'm drinking coffee temporarily, but not very much, okay? So don't worry, I'm not even getting near those six cups that actually could destroy and diminish the volume of our pineal gland, according to another uh, very scientific study. And I mentioned this to the biologists at one point, and you know, they didn't care. And I'm like, how could you not care? And so when you see people like Zev Zelenko, the late one, because he died, I think, yesterday, unfortunately, who had uh, who, who created an incredible protocol? I don't know it by heart, but includes vitamin C and vitamin D. And vitamin D is like the sunshine vitamin, and the sun. And it's like, oh my God, here we are, you know, getting back to the basics. Yes, we can get complicated. We can, you know, get technical. I could impress you more maybe if I knew all this by heart. Nanometers. <laughs> so let's get back to the abstract. But anyway, I'm just so interested in this because it's like, oh my God, now my teeth and my bones are going to be stronger forever because I'm going to be, you know, definitely taking more sun at noon. Okay, so let's remember this very important thing. So it's at noon when we have the UVB, 280 to 320 nanometers. Okay, scattering of solar radiation on clear days is caused by small scattering elements. Rayleigh dominated and increases with decreasing wavelengths. I'm not sure I understood all of that, but listen to this. A larger fraction of UVA than of UVB comes directly and unscattered from the sun. The human body can be more realistically represented by a vertical cylinder than by a horizontal planar surface, as done in almost all calculations in the literature. This is so interesting, and I would go into the the data of this paper, I mean, I could just spend hours and hours learning and learning more. But the thing to know here is precisely, we've been giving the wrong information. Not only that we have to actually be, I mean, you do whatever you want, okay? I'm, even even as a scientist, I'm not giving you the advice necessarily, I'm giving you the information that I'm sharing with you, and you are responsible for your own skin and everything but if we want to avoid skin cancer this is so so clear okay because I mean this article saying this is scientific okay very scientific by Johan Moen Arn Dahlbach Alina Carmen Poro I don't even pronounce the names right <laughs> but definitely an article that really impressed me and so you know like I said it's like 
you're not going to hear this in the media. They're not going to recognize that they were wrong. I do. I always tell you, hey, I'm sorry that I promoted yogurt a long time ago. Yes, I still promote lactobacillus because, because I believe in microbiome. I believe in eating the right things, the right foods, the prebiotics, the fiber, you know, the probiotics as well, but mostly the fiber to feed our probiotics, our good bacteria so that you have a great microbiome. And I know I'm talking about vitamin D, but what I'm saying is that I'm willing to be wrong anytime. And this might not be the only thing, but I've done so much research and this is it. This is where it's at. Okay, guys? And if you want the the link, I'll definitely give it to you. So anyway, um, with the cylinder model, high UVA fluence rates last about twice as long afternoon as high UVB fluence rates do. Okay, in view of this, oh my gosh, here comes a technical term. <laughs> okay, short non-arrhythmogenic exposures around noon should be recommended rather than longer non-arrhythmogenic exposures in the afternoon. Okay, I don't know if you understood that. For me, it's not that clear, even though I'm a biologist, like I said. That's why I'm telling you from the heart. Even if somebody has credentials or is a professional in anything, even medicine that is considered like, oh, the doctor knows it all. The doctor does not know it all. Come on, I'm telling you, a doctor's a dermatologist and they've been telling us the wrong things, so it's super lucky that we don't have cancer, most of us. But if we actually followed all the recommendations that the doctors have been giving us, okay, I'm sorry, this is nothing personal, not even with my dermatologist that would tell me not to go to the sun at noon, okay? But the thing is that we've got to get raw, we've got to get real, we've got to get down and dirty, the nitty-gritty of, okay, these are facts, this is the truth. The truth is, you can actually stay healthy, you have natural immunity, you can fight off anything and actually prevent any disease, and that's why I'm here. I want you to have high vibe, and the only way to have high energy, like I have it, like almost too much, and some people say I'm too much, and it's like, ah, you know, this extra <laughs> quality that I have that not everybody loves because it makes them feel uncomfortable sometimes. I mean, I'm, I'm telling you all the things because I'm, I'm just ready, ready to be exposed, ready to be sometimes, you know, put down in, in quotes. I don't let anyone put me down at the same time. I let anyone think whatever they want to think. But I believe it's time for truth. It's time for us to actually do the things that make us healthy. And being in the sun is healthy. I'm not telling you to stay longer than 20 minutes, okay? But let's go to the sun at noon. Or if not, well, we're going to talk more about supplements on another episode because it would take a long time. And the one I have here is vitamin D3. And I have to get a vegan version of it because it seems like um, there might be some animal component in it, in its synthesis, or I don't know. In it, Yeah, it's something like they radiate some animal product and I don't know what little tiny percentage might get in my body, but I don't want anything to come from animals. You see, like I told you about fluoride, fluoride, the dentist told you, and that's the thing that just like I'm criticizing biologists and I'm criticizing myself in a way, it's like I'm ready to be exposed. Let's all expose each other's non-perfection and non 
nobody has the knowledge. Nobody knows it all, okay? <laughs> and the thing is, okay, so if I didn't get the sun, if I didn't get the sun because it's been raining, I believe we need a supplement. It's like logical, right? So let's take the right supplements and then we can talk about that on another um, moment because there's just so much I want to tell you today that I consider coming from what I've been doing research on and I know what works is to eat whole foods, okay? <laughs> and I'm not talking about the company, although it has many good things. But anyway, um, if we want the maximal yield of vitamin D at a minimal CMM or cancer risk, we've got to go to the sun or expose our bodies to the sun. And that's the thing. We can also, I mean, I'm always questioning so many things like, do we have to wear a bikini? The girls, like me. <laughs> I love wearing a bikini and that's what I do. I wear the smallest bikini when I'm out in the sun and by myself is even better because I'm like, oh, okay, here I am. <laughs> and it all depends if you can go to the beach. Fantastic. If you live near the beach, wow. It's like, you know, there's so many possibilities, but most people don't have the possibility of going out in the sun all the time. And at the same time, I'm like, I remind most people that I love, it's like, okay, I'm not telling you what to do, but if you want to get the sun and if you want to get that vitamin D, you have a balcony and you don't have to be in a, in a bathing suit or a swimsuit, you guys. You can just go out in the sun um, wearing something light, maybe some shorts, okay? We've got to get some skin. Now, how much skin has to be exposed? I don't know, the men can take off their shirts, okay? That would make a huge difference. And us women, we can wear whatever, shorts or, you know, we have so many little things. I love fashion, if you haven't noticed. I love bathing suits, the, the retro bathing suits that are like shorts as well. And it's interesting because I could talk about style. I could talk about changing your looks. And it seems like I'm so interested in getting to the bottom of things that, yeah, maybe at some point I will talk about bikinis and why I love wearing them. But um, about vitamin D, let me just remind you before getting into the other part of my podcast today, which is about good mood through food that's non-processed, it's non-toxic. How can we get more natural food in our system so that we're happy? Okay, and get all those serotonin producing, <laughs> um, yeah, microbes. Because it seems like the mi microbes, along with some cells, which have a technical name that I don't know by heart either. We're going to read it from the technical paper science articles. <laughs> but anyway, it's interesting. That subject is, is, I'm just drawn to it. And I promised that we would talk about this. But just remember... Okay, as a summary, vitamin D benefits your bones, your skin, your immunity, your teeth, okay? And um, yeah, immunity is one, a big one, okay? It seems like so many Americans, I've read up to 90% of Americans may be deficient in vitamin D. That doesn't make sense to me because most, uh, I think most states have a lot of sun, don't they? I'm sorry. You see, I, I'm ignorant in that, but I also did some research. It's like, give me the stats. What is the deficiency of vitamin D in the world? And it varies a lot, okay? 
and it seems like black people have more of a tendency of a deficiency and so that would be also an, another subject to do some research on so it does depend on race at some point now um, the vitamin supplements yes you see the I don't want to get vitamin D from foods and it doesn't work as well as the Sun or as a supplement okay but anyway, uh, with the immunity, I'm just so, so interested in that. It's like, yeah, just not being deficient in vitamin D would have possibly and most probably prevented thousands of deaths, if not millions of deaths, okay, in the world. And, you know, what just happened and what supposedly is going to happen much worse Hopefully not, because God wins, and I believe in love, and I believe that we can... That's why I do this with so much passion, you guys, because I want you to take your vitamin D, and I want you to go out in the sun so that you don't get infected with anything. Most people, even my coaches, are coughing, are sneezing all the time. That's not good. I don't, got, I don't want guys, guys and girls, and I don't want any of you guys. <laughs> I don't want you in particular who's listening to me to get a cold or a flu. And by the way, what happened to the cold and the flu? And we have so many questions, okay? <laughs> but, you know, I'll sprinkle it in here and there. But can you imagine vitamin D even helps protect against cancer? Yeah, uh, research published in Frontiers in Endocrinology. Even that. It's like, what, heart disease? I'm looking at um, Dr. Axe's uh, article, which is really good. It helps with concentration, learning, and memory. Wow, wow. I, I love his articles because they're very, very well made, and you can have a summary, like I just gave you at the end. And yeah, the, the signs of deficiency are like fatigue, susceptibility to infectious diseases, there it is. Okay, and in, even insomnia. So it goes on and on and on. Anyway, I just want to make it simple for you. Okay, mostly it's because of lack of sunlight exposure and the frequent use of sunscreen. All my dermatologists, all the doctors have always told us, all the media, everybody, it's just like, you know, what we call big pharma, big food, big <laughs> authorities in quotes have told us to lather on sun, sunscreen and sunblocks and that's how I've done it for years and years and years until I came upon this information about 11 years ago I decided to go vegan no more sunblocks for me thank you very much and any case if there's really too much sun and I'm going out in the beach and that I just um, use uh, for instance zinc oxide that's really good and there's plenty of really great sunblocks and sunscreens that are very natural okay so you can do research on that and I'll give you some examples I already told you what I like to use but definitely let's get that vitamin D from the Sun that is my message to you my friend and I know that you may have more questions and answers but just remember go out in the Sun you're gonna feel super good okay that vitamin D goes up and so does your mood and now comes the second part of my podcast episode that's all about how food influences your mood and what foods you can eat right now starting today to make a difference tomorrow. How's that? I love it. Yes. Even in a few hours, what you eat today. Wow, I love it. I'm excited for you. Okay, I'll be right back. 
Okay, Clinics and Practice, an open access journal by MDPI. Gut microbiota's effect on mental health. The gut-brain axis. So I'm going to give you some tips, and like I said at the end, I'm just going to remind you of what you already know by now. And I hope you're curious to know what you can eat. And I know that this is going to have a second part because it's already almost too long, right? <laughs> I hope you're walking around, training, maybe doing your food prep, having a great day. And I really want to enhance your mood. And that's why I say master your high vibe. And to have a great abdominal region, you have to have a great gut. I mean, simple, seriously, like this is it. I mean, it really works. And that's why I'm always going to come from the inside out. Let's talk about your microbiome. Are you going to the bathroom frequently? Are you going to the bathroom for every meal? Do you feel good? Do you feel high energy? And if not, we've got to start there. It's like, let's start feeding great fiber. But I'm not talking about supplements, nor pills, nor anything like that. It's just real food. Let's eat real food. Let's start with that. And nuts and seeds. And I'm already giving you some examples of what I'm going to summarize at the end. <laughs> ah, but anyway, let's talk about this. The bidirectional communication between the central nervous system and gut microbiota, referred to as the gut-brain axis, has been of significant interest in recent years. Increasing evidence has associated gut microbiota to both gastrointestinal and extra gastrointestinal diseases. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, extra GI disease diseases. Okay, dysbiosis, you know what that is? Like, you know. And inflammation of the gut have been linked to causing several mental illnesses. Oh my God, you see, that's why I didn't want to talk about it, but it's just going to go really fast. So several mental illnesses, including anxiety and depression, which are prevalent in society today. Cancel, cancel, we don't want any of that. Probiotics, listen to this, and it doesn't mean the expensive supplements that you buy. I mean, they could be okay, and you could also make them in your kitchen, and I show you how to make sauerkraut, for instance. But I want us to concentrate on eating the prebiotics that are way cheaper and more delicious to just eat a lot of fruits and veggies and nuts and seeds. And I'm already giving you all the information, but basically feeding the good bacteria in our butt, in our gut. In our butt? Uh, no. <laughs> anyway, probiotics have the ability to restore normal microbial balance and therefore have a potential role in the treatment and prevention of anxiety and depression. And it's a review that aims to discuss the development of the gut microbiota, that link, and the application of the probiotics, right? And then it's a really long article, and we could say that the conclusion is that basically, you know, typically, oh, we don't have enough information to come to conclusions. That is so scientific, I'm telling you. Every single paper is going to say something like that. And of course, it's going to work. And then they talk about this and that. But definitely, this would benefit millions of people worldwide if we would apply this. I agree. Now, then I read a lot of things on Harvard Health. And this is really good. Good, good gut feelings. <laughs> How food affects your mood from the Harvard Health blog. So the human microbiome, our gut environment, is a community of different bacteria that has co-evolved with humans to be beneficial to both a person and the bacteria. 
Mm, and then, you know, little details like it's created within the first thousand days of life and we could alter our gut environment throughout your life. And I would go further into and just say it in just a few days, you can change your gut microbiome and you don't need a, a transplant of, of your, no, of your poo. Uh, which is called a fecal transplant and those are like on on style lately i don't believe in any of that and i don't believe in getting a bunch of tubes through the, your mouth and da 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 no <laughs> that's gross and i believe you don't need it but that's just my opinion okay uh ultra processed foods and gut health okay what we eat, especially foods that contain chemical additives and ultra-processed foods, affects our gut environment and increases our risk of diseases. Ultra-processed foods contain substances extracted from foods such as sugar and starch, added from food constituents, hydrogenated, oh my God. You see, I'm not really good at saying the technical terms, so <laughs> I need to practice or something. Hydrogenated fats, grasas hidrogenadas. Oh, I said it better in Spanish or made in a lab, flavor enhancers, food colorings. It's important to know that ultra-processed foods such as fast foods are manufactured to be extra tasty by the use of such ingredients or additives and are cost-effective to the consumer. Is it true? I'm still wondering. I mean, of course, I'm cultivating my own yard full of papayas. Today I ate a big papaya from our own yard and I got avocados and that's for another episode to talk about how you can grow your own food. But seriously, I mean, is it cheaper to eat junk? Because then, then you end up in the hospital. Then you end up having all these mental and, and physical issues. So I'm not so sure that is cheaper. But okay, so the, the foods are common in the typical Western diet. And you know, I was reading off this. I'm just going to, you know, give you like the gist of it. And definitely the examples are canned foods, sugar-coated dried fruits, salted meat products, you know, Soda, snacks, those packaged breads, buns, pastries, fish or chicken nuggets. Cancel, cancel, because I only talk about plant foods here. And yes, uh, researchers recommend fixing the food first, what we eat, before trying gut-modifying therapies like probiotics and prebiotics to improve how we feel. I would, um, I would give my opinion, in this case, a very educated and personal, no, actually professional opinion, and saying, yes, but we're not talking about giving the prebiotics or as some expensive powder. No, we're talking about the prebiotic directly from food that is real food, okay? Like real brown rice, like real oats. So when we consider the connection between your brain and the gut, it's important to know that 90%, you see Harvard says 90% of serotonin receptors are located in the gut. And it says that it's a new field of nutritional psychiatry we help we help people understand gut health and diet da da da, da. i say ta da 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 i hope you don't mind but it's like if i just read all of this we're never going to finish and i got to make my podcast episodes maybe shorter <laughs> sometimes i've tried like you know just 10 minutes hey let's talk about just being happy let's be happy i'll give you three tips to be happy okay Eat all these great foods that are real foods, okay? Number two, go out in the sun. And you say I already gave you a summary. And number three, um, 
subscribe to my podcast because so much more is coming up. <laughs> and then there's studies on diet and depression. You see, I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about being high vibe, high mood, you know, being grateful, being loving, being and talking about beans. So <laughs> beans and lentils. And these are nine healthy foods that lift your mood. We can read them all. Um, it's dark chocolate, fermented foods, how'd you know, bananas, oats. This is from Healthline. Nuts and seeds, coffee. Did I give you this? Uh, anyway, so some other foods such as avocados. Did I mention that? I know it works to lift my mood. So basically, our gut makes serotonin, like I said, um, with the cells called enterochromaffins, EC cells. They're scattered through the small intestine and colon, okay? And they pair up with the good bacteria in the gut. You remember I talked to you about this. There are good bacteria, it's called lab, lactic acid bacteria that includes, let me impress you, mostly lactobacillus, bifidobacterias, and enterococcus, and a bunch of ones that I, I don't know how to pronounce, and I'm not going to tell you right now. But yes, microbes help produce serotonin in the gut. And what, what is the function? What does the serotonin do for us? What do you think it does? It makes us feel great. And then there's a scientific paper that says 95% of serotonin is in the gut. So 90, 95%, you know, we don't, we don't have to have a problem about that. So what does it do when it comes to mood? Serotonin in your brain regulates your mood. It's your body's natural feel-good chemical. So when serotonin is at normal levels, you feel more focused, emotionally stable, happier, calmer, and, you know, low levels are associated with, you know what, practically the opposite, okay? Like depression, <laughs> cancel, cancel. So, yeah, many medications are used to treat anxiety, depression, and other mood disorders often target ways to increase the levels of serotonin in your brain. We know that, right? Like serotonin uptake inhibitors, that kind of, of medication. Yet, I mean, I read that almost by mistake. This is from my Cleveland Clinic. But definitely more serotonin in your brain, in your gut, and, and gut-brain axis. Oh my gosh, there's so much more that we could do. There's so much to unpack, let's put it that way. <laughs> there's so much to learn here. And it's just amazing. Unraveling the sun's role in depression. This is so interesting. By WebMD. You know, and sometimes I'll do that. I'll read off some things to, to give you, like, you know, like the most important things that we must know. A sunny day may do more than just boost your mood. It may increase levels of a natural antidepressant in the brain. And it talks about a new study that shows that the brain produces more of the mood-lifting chemical serotonin on sunny days than on darker days. Okay. How do we know that? <laughs> uh, had you, I've heard of this. I've read about it so much. The seasonal affective disorder, sad, imagine sad. Oh, we don't want to be sad. And yes, people with sad develop symptoms of depression um, in the winter months. And, you know, 
this affects concentration, energy, da 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 da, da like loss of interest in activities. And well, we don't want to get sad. We want to get happy. So what do we have to do? We have to go out in the sun. And I still don't find many articles that say go out in the sun, have fun, go outdoors. And now I'm ready to give you the summary. Are you ready? <laughs> okay, here's my summary. Number one, get your vitamin D primarily from short sun exposures at noon. Number two, get your best gut microbiota from real food like mangoes, bananas, avocados, berries, strawberries, seeds, nuts, yes, oatmeal, brown rice, and all foods that are naturally high in plant fiber. This includes fermentable fiber, and that's a very interesting topic. I would say onions and garlic so that you get this resistant starch and the soluble fiber and just such a very interesting topic for me and for another episode, okay? Because when I studied biology, we were taught that there's insoluble fiber where you get the, you know, the cellulose, hemicellulose, lignans, and the soluble fiber that brings you the gums, the mucilage, the pectins, and, and that's all good and fine and good, but then there's so much more that we you need to discover. And it's like, yeah, maybe I didn't mention pumpkin. And pumpkin is amazing, you know? And I didn't mention some very amazing berries, like the berries that I'm growing now. They're like tropical berries. <laughs> I call them tropical cherries. Uh, I don't know the name in Spanish right now, but they're very interesting. And I'm adding them to my salads. And you know how to increase your fiber exponentially? Do the sprouting, okay? I didn't mention beans here. I'm sorry. Beans and lentils, please. I did mention it before because I was, you know, reading some tips but definitely lentils, sprouts. I've made so much. I make them a lot, a lot, very frequently because they're very simple. And yes, you could cook the, lent the sprouts, the lentil sprouts eventually, but what better way to eat more raw food? Raw sprouts are amazing. And you make them in three to five days. Um, I think I did, I did some videos uh, here and there and I did one on TikTok and I showed you like, you know, one cup of lentils gives you at least, wow, eight cups of sprouts. So you multiply the volume of your food, you multiply, <laughs> excuse me, sometimes I laugh because I'm like, I'm going to speak Spanish or what? Okay, uh, you multiply, that's funny because one of my objectives is eventually to make my videos and my podcast in French and Italian which I still don't know very well. I mean, yes, I took two years in French in high school in Berkeley High. That's another story. <laughs> so it's funny because sometimes I'll start in English and then I end up in Spanish. But there's no excuses. I'm just going to continue with my summary here. So definitely the lentil sprouts are amazing. And uh, they're going to give you way more fiber than if you just eat the lentils. So that you're multiplying the volume, the fiber, multiplying the protein and the bioavailability and you see that those technical terms always get me but it's like you're going to be digesting your protein much better when your food is sprouted 
And this doesn't just go for lentils. You could sprout garbanzos or chickpeas. Those are the, the hardest ones for me to sprout, but I usually sprout other beans as well. And it's just great. And I make my veggie burgers with sprouts. I don't know if you've seen some of my videos on YouTube and I've had a lot of fun doing that. It takes work, but there's nothing simpler than sprouting and it makes your life simple because you just make a salad. And the last one I made was precisely, you see that I preach, practice what I preach, right? Yes. <laughs> I added, you know, the lentil sprouts, some cut up mango, cut up, and then the cherries. I didn't cut them up, just the big uh, tropical cherries as I call them. And so I had the veggie, the fruit, the, all the fiber, and I had um, chopped onions and some cilantro, which by the way is one of the best things you can do to detox your body. I know there's a lot of amazing people, including medical medium that is helping so many recover through celery juice. And we could also do some research on that. I don't know the guy. Personally, I don't even know his name right now, but I've seen amazing transformations that he has done. And I do believe that celery can do that. And yet, I wonder, is celery better than cilantro? Is celery better than other veggies? I mean, you know, because some people are like, oh, it has to be kale, or it has to be celery, or it has to be whatever vegetable. I just believe that it all depends. And definitely, we all need to detox, okay? So let's not get any toxins in our bodies. Let's stop the processed foods as much as possible. No more junk. <laughs> and yes, that goes into my summary. We have to, yeah, we, have, we don't have to do anything, but I highly suggest that we eat all the foods that are naturally high in plant fiber of all sorts. And the greater variety of plants, the better, because we want 100 trillion bacteria, not 10 trillion, but 100 trillion if possible. So you need more and more and more. And the more variety, it's just more, it's like we can't just concentrate on one vegetable. That's the thing. And that's why I would argue with whoever. And at the same time, I don't want to talk bad about anyone. So it's like, okay, can we have a healthy, not argument, maybe not even discussion or debate. It's just like, I wonder, and I love to question everything. It's like, Okay, you can do that with whatever vegetable you want, but I just believe that if we eat the celery, why not? I mean, maybe at the beginning it has to be in a liquid form, and that's something interesting that I would also like to explore in another episode about these um, detox juices. I know my mom did a lot of juice fasting. I do my intermittent fasting, and I believe in whole foods and everything more solid with all the fiber okay so there are moments in which you want the juice and I believe that there's a moment in which you can actually incorporate all the whole foods into your life and feel good and it just tastes much better and it's crunchy when you eat I don't know uh, quinoa for instance is amazing it's super high in fiber and in protein something like that you see and my number th third or my third tip my number three tip is subscribe subscribe to my podcast rate it do me a favor if you like this please rate it at five stars so that all the love that i'm putting into this turns into more people that benefit from mastering their high vibe you know why because that way we can raise the health and vibrations in the world Yes, you're going to do me a favor, but mostly do favors for more people. So let's multi multiply 
the vibes, okay? The high vibe. I guarantee that if you listen to me, you're going to have a higher vibe during your day, okay? And before I go, remember, eat and drink mostly plant-based towards vegan. Move around more, which I'm going to do right now. I've been sitting too long. That's not like me. I'm usually moving around more. <laughs> Let's all get physical and be able to get up all the time from wherever, from the ball, from the poof, from the floor, and absolutely stay positive. Focus on what you do want, on what your desire is in your business, in your life, and also be grateful for what you already have, okay? Like I said before, let's give of what we can in abundance, in money, in time, in energy, in food. There's so many people suffering in the world, and maybe we can make a difference, okay? Because you're taking care of yourself, and this would be another topic for another episode. Like, I have so many ideas that I'll never run out of ideas. I mean, we're going to have thousands of episodes, and, you know, hopefully I'll have them all organized according to the subject so that you can find them in an easier way because I still don't have like a catalog but I've done so many before and I'm making way more later on and the thing is that I wonder if if we can make a difference by speaking up and I decided I'm gonna still do that but now I'm gonna concentrate more on my business because we have to start with ourselves okay so I'm just gonna remind you to take care of yourself, okay? Because you, being at your best, guess what? Makes all the difference in the world. Yay! You know what I mean? So it's like self-care in order to care for the world. We can't be screaming, this has to be like this or this has to be like that. And you can think whatever you want to think. I can think whatever. Let's all accept each other, you know? We all want to be happy. We all want to be belonging. We all want to be feeling good and that's why I'm here so thank you so much for listening and for sharing and for your rating I would really love those five stars and <laughs> love and light kisses and hugs Mwah. till next time